Hi, I am the law. And I also am the law. No, I am the law. And you <laughs> are not the law. Are sentenced to death. <laughs> <laughs> I will carry out your execution right now. Oh my god. No, you're between two Nicks. That's what the show is. I'm Nick Lennos. The movie, I'm Nick Jackson. The movie is 2012's Dread. Fucking awesome. And you didn't do this on purpose, but 10th anniversary. Is it? <laughs> and it's only funny because we We've had like a conversation hour long conversation <laughs> about like the anniversaries of movies so that's yeah. funny sure <laughs> it's funny to us yeah but everyone else is like this is horrible content <laughs> That's what they're thinking. Yeah. We know it's golden. Um, Dude, everything we've ever put out was gold except gold. that one joke you made. That, that one <laughs> joke I made opposed to the 37 jokes you've made? Well, the only I'm reason, assuming. The only reason I say that is because you called it out specifically and you were like, yeah, that's the worst piece of content I've ever done. <laughs> Besides yep. that. Everything A+. Plus, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't believe the sponsors haven't called us, actually. I know, dude. Like, it's been over uh, a Anchor year called us from day one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we fucking use so, Anchor. Yeah. Dude, we gotta have true. listeners to have sponsors. It's true. It's Tell true. your fucking friends. If you think this podcast or, is good, and we do a movie that you think somebody likes, listen suggest. to it first, actually, to see yeah. if we shit on it or not. Yeah, that's fair. We don't shit on that much. We shit on a few. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I shit on a lot more than you do, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I really I don't, don't know. listen anymore. We kind of don't really do movies that we don't like. It's true. We should start. I thought about that, Nick. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, you think about it every week when you suggest that I veto. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because, uh, yeah. I have a harder time watching the shitty movies I pick. I know. You see it every time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> and the shitty movies that you pick, are, I always are, love. Yeah, like what? Name one. That name, I love? No, name one shitty movie. I mean, they're still shitty movies, but There's, I love them. I don't think they are shitty movies. Surf Ninjas? It's not a shitty movie. That is a that is a gold mine. I mean, don't get me wrong. Even I would the say Surf are... Ninjas, honestly, top ten, dude. <laughs> For me. No, I'm just kidding. It's at least top 50, though. For sure. I fucking love it, dude. It's, I, there's so many funny things. We talk about that movie entirely too much. Uh, Do we, though? Because it's one of our most played episodes. I feel like we should talk about it more. Technically, we talk about it literally every episode. Every episode. Uh, We should be praising Gongium more. Yeah, right? Also, if you guys don't know, for new listeners, I feel like a lot of people... And by a lot of people, I mean like two have asked me, what what do you guys say at the end and what does that mean? <laughs> uh, listen to our Surf Ninjas episode. Yep. That's what they say to each other in Surf Ninjas. They go, Quan Zhu, dude. Quan Zhu, dude. Quan Zhu, dude. You know, it's like the, the that sign in, uh, yeah. in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, the hand sign that he does. Yeah. It's like a thumbs up. It's like a thumbs up, except it's vocal. And it's Kwanzu, dude. It's like a saw, dude. Yeah. Or like a... I say that way a lot. Way too much. To the point where I started saying it, and I did not like it. <sighs> and you that. hate it. I hate it. 
Everyone at my job fucking says that. Even the, like, 60-year-old man who posts only Bible quotes on Facebook, he sees me and goes, Saw, they (laughs) (laughs) Well, after that lovely... uh, Call-out? Yeah. Uh, Dread is 2012. Uh, It was... This is the second one. The first one was, what, 95? Um, I've never seen that first one. You've never seen the no. Sylvester Stallone? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Disney produced. And I've uh, seen this one twice. Oh, that's amazing. That I mean, as you should. This is a. This is arguably the best comic book movie. Like, Dude, I'm not saying arguably. Fucking fight me if you want. Between two nicks at gmail.com. Between two nicks on Instagram. Between two nicks on Twitter. As always, with the number two. This is the best comic book movie. I mean... What's better, dude? Yeah. Tell, like, tell me. I, I, I truly want to know. I mean, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Uh, yeah, because people are going to write in and be like, did you know... No one's going to write in, Nick. S- I'm going to think That's on true. it later on, and then I'll bring it up next episode. Like, yeah, somebody told uh, oh. somebody someone. And, uh, or you're going to be like, oh, my sister told me that... <laughs> Uh, such and such is actually a comic book and it's like somehow like some fucking Oscar cal- quality movie. Right. Oh, that was a comic. And you're like, was Wallace and Gromit in a print form before it was a claymation? Dude, you know what, uh, was actually the only other thing it, well, that's not a comic though, but a children's book, Paddington 2, dude. Yeah. But that's not the same as a comic. This is the best comic book adaptation. I think so. I mean, it makes me want to go back and, like, really put in some time on Judge Dredd. Like, and I've... I've the been, Stallone one? No, the... Oh, uh, the comic. The 2000 AD comics, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it's... I've read a few. You know, it was never anything I followed, but I... If there was one at the library, I, I read it, you know? I, I read a lot yeah. of comics growing up at the library. Bro, um, when I first started getting into comics, I um, I would get them at the library. Yeah. And, yeah, I wouldn't go for the... I would go for the the um, the graphic novels, though. I, yeah. The fucking individual little comic books. I would always somehow grab, like, the third in the series and not realize... Yeah. And so I'm like, what the fuck's happening, dude? That's what was fun, though. I like doing that. And, uh, I mean, if you... I went to the same libraries, you know, they got the... And they did current runs. Like, they were getting, oh, yeah. they were buying them just like we would buy them, you know, through the subscription. So, if you got there early enough, before they went out, really, you could just, like, read them. Especially if you were uh, a TAB member. Uh, Ooh. President of the TAB right here. That's the teen advisory board at the library. <laughs> I was pretty hot stuff. Uh, no, I would just read the issues before they went out on the rack. So like, oh. I could read whole storylines, and that was the best way for me to read them because I never, you know, other than that, it was like mom would take you to the comic book shop and she'd go pick out a comic, and, like, you're so overwhelmed. You don't know what yeah, to do. You, you can't know ask anyone. On. No one's yeah. going to help you. So you just start digging through random boxes with names of pe- the things you like. Yeah. Is, Dude, yeah. I feel like when I was a kid... The only time I really got superhero stuff was, like, when something looked super cool. Yeah. But, yeah. like, for me, it was always, always fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Like, that's that was it, me. dude. I think like, our, our favorite comic 
uh, I say art, like me and my brothers for a long stretch was the DC versus Marvel. Oh, uh, I remember that comic. Yeah. I had that comic. Yeah, we, and it was like the huge battle. Yep. On the cover, yeah. it was all of them versing and it, off. Did and... you have the one that pulled out and it showed oh, like yeah. every hero? I bought that book. That yep. was one comic I did have as a kid. I think we bought that at least four times because we lost two separate oh, yeah. copies from the library. Like rented it from the library, had to pay the library for it, and th- did that twice. And then bought one, and then I, I just bought I bought the original first run issues for my brother for Christmas a few years ago. Oh my, All that's awesome! Yeah. That's a sick gift. Yeah, because there's different. I mean, the artwork on those was like what was in the back of the book. Like oh yeah, in the last oh, few pages, dude. So. Mm-hmm. You know what? I got to be honest with you. I'm confusing uh, what you told me for mm-hmm. what. I'm pretty sure now I think the book that I was taught thinking of talking about was a like Marvel versus like itself. Like mm. everyone was it wasn't a, the Civil War. It was not that it was uh. like literally Fantastic Four versus the X-Men versus like but they were all like free for all and uh-huh. as their own teams yeah. versus the Avengers. And because the reason I say that is because. The book I had was like a white background and it had all the Marvel characters on it. Oh, it didn't yeah, have any a, of the DC ones. Yeah. But yeah. I know what one you're talking about. Yep. The DC versus Marvel was fucking it was the, huge. It spawned the Almagen universe and I'm pretty sure it came about because Marvel was trying to buy DC. Yeah. Um, and they were like in talks and this was the first of its kind. And then you had all those terrible comics for that short runtime where it was like uh, a Dark Claw. Dark Claw was Batman, oh, yeah. Wolverine, Alm again. I remember that shit. Was, uh, Dude, that shit pissed me off so Clark bad. Clark Kent, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, this is going to get <coughs> super nerdy and off topic, but Dread was one of the characters. There was a fucking card game called, uh, I forget what it was called. It was like called like Carnage or something, but it, it was like a oh, superhero yeah. card game. Yeah. I played the I didn't shit know you out of that. I play that. I thought you just collected them. Oh, yeah, no, it was a game. Oh. Like, it was called Overpower. That's what it was yeah, yeah. called. My older brothers actually played the game, my uh-huh. older stepbrothers. Like, I didn't fucking know. Yeah. I was young. But they that's how I knew who all the heroes were. Uh, and one one of the cards that was really fucking good was Judge Dredd. Oh, I bet. Yeah. There was some crazy artwork with Judge Dredd. Same with uh, the video game Marvel vs. Capcom had Judge Dredd in it. Did it? I believe it has Judge... No, it's not Judge Dredd. That's, I, it's not there Judge is a Judge Dredd... Uh, fighting, there's a fighting game with Judge Dredd. Game. It's a bad arcade game. I played that. That yeah. arcade game is <laughs> ass, dude. But it's the same like style as the uh, Street Fighter uh, movie video game. Yes, like, yes. It looks oh, like yeah. Bad Stallone. Yeah. Um, I think they made that into a like a Super Nintendo game oh, as well God. for the Stallone movie. It's terrible. And I'm pretty sure Sega I played Genesis that. then too. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. All right. Well, the Carl Dredd, Urban movie. Uh, 2012. It's an hour oh. and 35 minutes long. It is the a breeze, exact dude. same runtime as the original, and the original feels like it's five hours long. Uh, dude, this movie. Man, I don't want to get into my ratings, but yeah. like. I really I really struggled with almost trying to fault this movie for only being an hour and 35 minutes because it it does kind of leave you wanting more. But I also feel like that's what makes a good movie. Mm -hmm. 
there's nothing I would have taken out. There's yeah, not much I would have added. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Uh, actually the only thing that I would say and we we'll get into this with the ratings, but let's go on with this yeah. fucking shit. Uh, uh, directed by P. Travis, but there's an asterisk there, uh, and we'll get into that later. Um, he also directed Vantage Point. That's really the only other credit that I... Is that the I Sniper know. movie? Yeah, with Dennis Quaid, where I've it's from that. four or five different points of view, and it's the same story just over and over again. I saw that in the theater, but like... I saw that I in theaters as well. Don't... I don't... I've never seen it since then. It wasn't good enough to rewatch. Uh, I feel like I was like, oh, cool, a Sniper movie. Yeah. I can, I can say that fairly confident that we're not missing much there. Uh, Pete Travis also wrote The Gunman, which was a... Very bad Sean Penn movie. Oh, uh, boy. Great poster. Made me really excited to go see it, and I was upset that I spent money on that one. Oh, man. I think I asked for my money back on that, to be honest. Um, but this movie is written by Alex Garland. Alex Garland, who we just talked about last week when we did Ex Machina, uh, and we talked all about his credits then. This was... <clears throat> he's just credited as writing, but... When I after watching it, I really wanted. I was curious by that because now after watching a few more of Alex Garland's movies and looking at Pete Travis's uh, credits, like it doesn't match up. Like, where well, did this come from? From Pete Travis, like he just has that he had this one and that was it. Nothing else for a script he didn't write. I uh, mean, here's the thing. This is what I'll say about that. Imagine if a good director did this movie. I think the good director did do this movie. I think Alex Garland directed this movie. You think so? I found information that confirmed it as well. Carl Urban, in an interview, said that Alex Garland was the director of this movie. Pete Travis really had nothing to do with it. Pete Travis also did no promote promotions for this movie whatsoever. Oh, so the, the studio didn't want to put an unknown director yeah. behind the movie. Yep. Yeah. That makes but this, sense. I mean, yeah, this was... Alex Garland's script, he wrote it for six years he worked on the script. Uh, there were three different versions, and I am so glad this is the version they ended up with. Dude, this... I don't know what the other two versions were, but this... No, three. Oh, the other three there versions were? three were? other versions, yeah. They were big. And uh, Alex Garland met uh, with um, the one creator of Judge Dredd a lot during that time, and uh, like the, they both agreed that this was the best representation of what a Dredd movie could be after... The, two, the 1995 version. Because the 1995 version tried to do... The whole world, yes. right? It was so sweeping and just, like, it's, too much. It it was genius how they did this movie. And yeah. I'm honestly, to this day, shocked that there's not a sequel. I am... Well, I'm not, because... This it movie, didn't do well in the box it, office, did it? 30 to 45 million budget, and it made 41 in box office. So I feel like people would see that though. But and I'm it's sure it's got a huge cult following. Everyone huge I've cult following. Ever now. talked to who's yeah. seen this movie has said it's fucking awesome. You know what this movie reminds me of? The Raid. Yeah, The Raid Redemption and uh, also Filmed Upgrade. At the exact same time, you just are saying Upgrade because you are so fucking hard over that movie. It's man. also really bloody. Oh my god! I dude, this movie. Which has one some... do you think has the bigger body count? This, by far. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Dude, so many people fucking... Did you get the actual body count? Yeah. So let me... No, let me guess. So... 168. 102. Oh. You lost. Price oh. is right rules, bitch. Uh, yeah. You knew. You didn't even guess. Oh, no, but I knew it. I 102. Count. 102. That's wild. 
That's a lot. And probably only like how many do you think Dread himself kills? Of those are in the mini gunfight. So I would say at least 60 are in the minigun fight. <laughs> We're saying minigun fight, like... 40. Maybe 60 to 40 were died in the minigun fight. I don't know. I feel like way less than that. I don't know. Do you know how much ammo, what that ammo would have weighed to shoot oh my God. those guns for that long? How much it would have weighed? It had to be like a ton or something, right? I, I didn't write this down. I think it's either two tons or six tons. That's insane. But even the fact that it's just over one ton, that's more than a vehicle. That's what you're getting into with this movie. <laughs> like, it is so fucking over the top. It is a comic book. Yeah. And it's, uh, just Garland really knew what he, and, and the script is not that great. There are, I mean, there are some lines where it's like, whoa, that is, that's not great writing. But everybody acting, everybody delivering the lines is doing it so believably that there's, it's perfect. It's like he wrote everyone's script for them, knowing yeah. what they could do. Carl uh, Urban's lines in this fucking movie, he delivers... The fact that he delivers all of them without once changing that scowl. Like, his lips, the corners of his lips, 99.9% .9 of the movie are pointed down in a scowl. At one point, they're not down. It's just because his mouth is really wide, though. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, the rest of the movie... Are, He's he's a judge dread. He's judge fucking dread. Um before I keep I'm gonna go off on more tangents. Uh starring Carl Urban, as I said. Uh if you don't know who Carl Urban is, fucking be aware of Carl Urban. Uh he's an uncredited stormtrooper in which Star Wars? Force Awakens. Nope. Um The third one then, yeah. uh, the attack uh, the the fucking Revenge of the Sith. No. Rise of Skywalker. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, so the the ninth one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also had this movie, which I tried to convince Nick to do it next week, but he's not going to. Pathfinder. I think it's probably horrible. I saw it in theaters. I want to rewatch it. I fucking saw it in theaters, and I loved it, and I'm afraid to rewatch it, and I think that's yeah. why I don't want to do it. I'm doing it. Uh, I will confirm. You're later. picking that? No, I'm just oh, going to rewatch it. Oh, you're going to rewatch Also in the movie, playing the rookie, we have Olivia Thrillby. Uh, Thrillby? Thrillby. I noticed, I recognized her from Juno and Bored to Death, but she is fucking awesome in this. She's awesome, but she's also, like, not in anything. Uh, she's in a bunch of stuff. Like, TV stuff. Yeah, TV She's not in any movies. And, yeah, the one movie I named Juno. Yeah, but, but Juno like was way before yeah. Dread. Yeah, a lot of TV, uh, but she done good stuff. Like in Born Dude, to Death, she was really good in that. She's really good in this movie. So good, like, yeah, she's super good in yeah, this movie. I I love it. I her introduction, her everything during the whole movie. Uh, she's like, sir, he's thinking about going for your gun. Yep. Ah, uh, he changed his mind. Yep. yep. <laughs> some like, of the little uh, comedy like beats in this movie are pretty funny so many good ones uh lena headley uh uh from game of thrones yeah yeah uh everybody knows her cersei I, oh you don't know it's her. cersei yeah she's cersei oh yeah. my buddy said i said who is she in game of thrones and my buddy goes oh she's just this annoying bitch that fucks her brother a bunch i was like 
Dude, uh, I don't know if that's the case. I've never seen the show. I mean, but I also kind of felt like that could describe like ten different characters on Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, no, not ten. How many different people fuck their siblings? Not ten. Uh, last name I wrote down for starring in it, uh, <laughs> Wood Harris. Wood? Wood Harris was their capture, oh. their, their prisoner. Uh, he's in Creed. He plays uh, one of the cornered guys. He's in uh, Blade Dude. Runner 2049, Justified. I need to see Creed. And The Wire. He's Avon, oh, he's in The Wire? He's Avon oh. Barksdale. Uh, it's just awesome. He's kind of a, a sleeper. Like He is. You know? Wait, it's... No, that's going to be racist. He looks like a... He, uh, is, he's not in one of those Purge movies, is he? I haven't seen any of the... I mean, I've seen some of the Purge movies, but... I swear I to God, he looks and like... I saw the last one. No, it's not him. Never mind. That's just me being racist. Yeah, I didn't see it in his uh, IMDb, but I just kind of let you dig that. Um, yeah, thanks for that, bro. You could have just said, I didn't see it. So you I, I really like him, and he's really good in this. <laughs> he's uh, so good in this. <laughs> I Although, dude, the part where he's, like, banging her in his brain yeah. is always awkward to me. I don't know. That's just... That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I th- it thought it was done. This is kind of bringing up, like, not really, though, but, like... This movie truly passes the Bechtel test. And for an action movie... What's the Bechtel test? That's like where... Am I saying it right? Am I saying it wrong? Bechtel? I don't know. I don't, like I don't the, think I know what it is. It's the, um, If a situation or a movie can pass the Bechtel test or a TV show is if two women are in a room and they... I'm, I'm explaining this really poorly. How do you not know what this is? I don't uh, know, like, it's, film theory. Well, it deals with... How women are portrayed in movies. Are they okay. actually a real woman or is it, are they only there to, you know, further along the male storyline? Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I'm not saying that smartly and I apologize, listener who. No, a lot of times there are movies <laughs> where the women are just devices for the men's. Yes, for the main storyline. For the men's, yeah, because. Yes. I mean, that's not... Ambitions or... It's just misogyny in Hollywood, you know? Yes, yes. And this is Carol Bechtel... Not Carol Bechtel. Uh, I don't know the whole thing of it. But this was her test. And, it, like, TV shows famously don't pass it in movies. But it's, like, what, two women in the shot? That's the example. If there, Can you name a scene in the movie where the more than one woman was in the scene and they were having a conversation that was not about the man? Oh, yeah, multiple times yeah. in this movie. Well, not only that, but, like... Just how strong the female characters are. Like, Olivia Thurlby, yes, she's the rookie, but, like, showing her grappling with, like, this job and this workplace, which she is not, and but still, like, holding Dude, her Dude, she own. fucks people up in this movie. And arguably, I mean, passes. And still oh, passes. Oh, 100% like, passes. Also, her psychic powers are pretty cool. They're pretty sweet. Um, Lena Headley, though, she's the most ruthless woman. Yeah, she's the fucking leader of the gang, or of the clan, or whatever. That's... The Mama clan. Was another reason why, after watching this, why I was like, I think Alex Garland had more to do with this than just the writing. Oh, 100%. And, uh, like, his writing, it would come through, but for a director to keep all the ideas and themes of, like, the strong female, 
that would have to have been Alex Garland at this for point. For sure. Because no other for director sure. really cares or does that. Oh, no. Not to be a, you know, whatever. Uh, to the point where I thought this was directed by a woman. I thought this was the director that did uh, Punisher Warzone. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. you know what's funny is uh, I almost chose that for next week. It would have been a fun one. Uh, on, I I see those as back-to-back. Like, <sighs> Fuck, bo- dude. Maybe we should do it. <laughs> I had another movie in mind that I I love dearly, but... I forget all the other options. I mean, it's your choice. It's your choice. So I'm not going to sway you either way. But, uh, I mean, I've said everything. I, here's the other thing, dude. I've only seen, like, the first, like, 30 minutes of Punisher Warzone. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it is. let me tell you, dude. I loved what I saw when the dude gets thrown into the glass crusher and yeah. it, his whole shit gets cut up. Yeah. I was like, dude, this movie's an that, A+. That is a, uh, what's his fucking name? What's his it's face? a famous dude, isn't it? Well, he's also in The Wire. He's uh, McNutty in The Wire. McNulty. Uh, is Dominic. He, is he one of the ones in The Walking Dead? One of the dudes in The Walking Dead? I don't think so. No. There's a lot of dudes from The Wire in The Walking Dead, though. There are. It's funny you picked the one that's not. <laughs> uh, no, his name is like Dom, Dominic, Dominic something. Some Italian <laughs> shit. Uh, but yeah, he's in that, and, uh, Ray Stevenson, who is one of my all-time, like... I like Ray Stevenson. He's great. Uh, he plays Punisher. Ray Stevenson. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's that's Punisher, right. yeah. Which is totally better than Thomas Jane. Oh, yeah, About I like Thomas on Jane. on par with Dolph actually, Blood Green. Uh, I actually like the Thomas Jane Punisher. I really, <coughs> I really do, dude. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't seen it in years, though. I do, too. It's not a good movie. We got Roy Schneider, Schreider, Schneider? Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider in there, tooling around with a custom-made 1911. I forgot about that. <coughs> I forgot that was him. John Travolta as the villain with yeah, this fucking calisthenic grenade. But when son. I was a kid and I saw Kevin Nash as the Russian, I, forgot about Kevin I lost Nash. my shit, dude. <laughs> you want a, your mind to be blown again with Kevin Nash? Oh, it's what? Do you know what? He did earlier in his career. Besides wrestling? Uh-huh. And, and acting. It was an acting role. What? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Oh, no shit. He what, plays Shredder? Super Shredder. Oh. Dude, that's another movie I want to do sometime. I, would, I, I Honestly, we should just do the trilogy. Well, I love three. Three gets shit on a lot. I haven't seen three since I was a child. I fucking love three. Three might be my favorite. Turtles out of time. It's the worst one I've heard. That's what everyone says, but I fucking love it, man. They go back in time. They are in samurai feudal Japan. This is badass. Why does no one love that? Shredder teaches samurai how to dance to tequila. It's fucking awesome. That sounds horrible, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, Weekend at... I feel the same way with Weekend at Bernie's too, dude. Everyone hates that, and I think it's fucking awesome, dude. Doesn't make any sense. I'll just say two words to you, dude. Animated credit. Opening credits. That's three words. Animated opening credits. Kawabunga. Dude, that's two words. Um, <laughs> back to Dragon. Okay. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 or Surf Ninjas, which is better? I'm already going to be mad. I can tell on your face that you're not. I mean, I, th- I feel like I can't make that judgment until I watch 3 again. Okay, I, that's fair. I, it's been 20 that's years fair. since I watched 3. Dude, it's been probably... Like, I've rewatched At least one. 25 I've rewatched years. one in the last two years. I've watched two probably the most out of all of them. Two was never my favorite. One? To me, dude, I didn't like one that much because it... Like, Raphael was just, like, butt hurt the oh whole God. time. But that's that's Roth. That's I Raph. Know. I don't like Raph. I like the trench coat. I like the fedora. Who do you think is my... I love Casey Jones. Who do you think is my favorite turtle? I mean, for some reason, I'm picking Donatello. I used to think Donatello when I was a kid, but it's obviously Michelangelo. You obviously can't be Michelangelo because I am obviously Michelangelo. It would be Donatello. I liked Donatello's weapon the best. Oh, no, I was Michelangelo all the way through and through. Weapon choice, pizza choice, joke choice. And I liked the purple. I liked the purple. I liked the orange. I I still like the orange and red. I like Raph. Raph. I liked Raph for a little time when Raph, I was like dude. 14. When I was 14, I got real into Raph. Dude, who was your Power Ranger, dude? Um, that, I mean, I was always the Red Ranger. Really? Guess yeah. what mine was. The, it's, it was either the Black Ranger or the White Ranger. It was both of those. <laughs> <laughs> number one, dude, number one Black Ranger until he went from Zack to Adam. When he changed to Adam to the movie and he became the frog, fuck the Black Ranger. Uh, it was all about Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy was White Ranger. Green Ranger. When he was a Green Ranger, he was bad. The dude. Fucking flute. How did yes. we just get to this? Ninja Turtles? Yeah. I don't know, dude. All right. Um, we're going to take a quick pause and when we come back, we're only going to talk about dread and not Are we? Ninja Turtles or, or power Rangers. Yeah. Why'd you bring up power Rangers, man? Because like, it's the same shit as Ninja Turtles to me. I don't know. <laughs> Completely different. Yeah. Power Rangers is Completely. way better. I don't Excuse know if me? I agree with that. Excuse I, do, I don't me? agree with what I just said. Excuse me? I don't agree with what I just said. 36 straight-to-video movies and two motion picture releases is not the same as two different live-action franchises, uh, an ongoing cartoon presence that has been going on since its inception, a graphic novel series. Bro. Your how, fucking Power you, Rangers have a toy line, and that's about it. Bro, do you know how many different Power Ranger series there were that stole half of their footage from Japanese shows? It doesn't even... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to guess low number 12, I don't high agree, number 30. I don't agree with what I said, dude. Ninja <laughs> Turtles is way better. Yeah. But here's the thing. I had to say that because one of my buddies who listens to this is super into ninja turtles like he's got ninja turtles tattoos i love it i love it all right pause word from our nick got the chair on there well fuck him dude (laughs) jk and we're back talking about dread Yes. <laughs> Which is not what we were talking about before that very long We were talking pause. about a lot of other cool yeah. shit, though. But we're not going back to it. Uh, to Dread, Carl Urban, 
I, I hope he brings the same amount of tenacity and like insistency that he brought to this that he does to everything. Like that that makes me like him so much more. Oh yeah. And I can only imagine him on the set of the boys right now, which I don't think you're watching the boys. No. Dude, you're fucking up. You're it's, fucking up so all hard. All I hear about is the boys. It's ridiculous. Stranger Things. Dude, you know how many people to- have told me? The boys me? will be your favorite comic book adaptation after you watch it. Even more than Dread. I don't know, man. I just said it. Okay. And I gave you Dread to watch two years ago. I knew you would yeah, like it instantly. That's true. You're I, right. I am You're good right. at this. I know you are. Here's the other thing, If I dude. could find out a way to monetize that ability to pick a movie that somebody will like... Yeah, dude, Watch tell out. your friends about our podcast, dude. Oh, shit, yeah, we're literally Not doing us. it. Uh, tell your friends <laughs> about our podcast. But uh, We need more fucking listeners. I mean, we have a lot of listeners via have, Instagram, but none of them follow are, us on our list. No, those are just followers, Nick. They People doesn't, just follow us without... Randomly? Yeah. Yeah, dude, especially if you're following random shit. People who are friends with, like, say you're following some, like whatever bullshit page uh-huh. like oh the i follow one on facebook that's or on instagram that's like phantasm movies and it just posts phantasm shit uh-huh. people who are also following that will follow you randomly to like see if you'll follow them back to get more followers mm. like they'll just go on those and fucking follow every person mm. Yeah. Well, so, whatever. Uh, follow us on where you listen on to Instagram. Podcast, where you listen to podcasts. Oh yeah. Also, that's what helps us. I found out that, that we're not available. Well, obviously we're not on YouTube, but we're also not on the like Amazon store, which like I fucking know that was a thing. Um, People, we are available on Amazon. I guess, dude, we're available anywhere you can find Anchor podcasts. Yeah. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, uh, um, podcasts. Pod, yeah, Podbean. Podcasts is Apple Podcasts. Oh, uh, that one. You can listen to us on Anchor. Yep. On the actual Anchor app, um, and it's yeah. But enough of that. Yeah. Um, Carl Urban insisted on riding the Lawmaster, which are the modified motorcycles. Uh, oh, that's awesome. I I like them. They're obviously not exact replicas of the comic book because they there's no way they could function no but they are a pretty cool interpretation i think yeah dude to the point where like a lot of the shit in this movie i'm sure maybe not maybe isn't exactly like the comic but like it's believable yeah like you don't really see anything in this movie where you're like there's no way we would have that fucking technology. Right. Like, it doesn't ever pull you out of it. No. Uh, Carl Urban stayed in character through the entire shoot. So if he was on oh set my God. and they had a Do scene... Do you think he wore the helmet the whole time? Yes. He did wear the helmet? If he was on set, he wore it the entire time. In between shoots, like shots, he didn't take it off and he stayed in character. To the point where I read about a crew member told a joke on set, the whole crew was laughing, and they look at Carl Urban and he... Mask on, frown, still frowning. No, didn't change his expression. The cast member apologized. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty funny. I just, I fucking love it, and it comes across, man. Like he is that character. He is. He's so, so good perfect. in this. It honestly, dude. Carl Urban is dread in the same way that like our DJ is Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, like. 
I, I, I would argue that Carl Urban is more dread. Yeah. I want a sequel to this so bad. Oh, dude. And I only want Urban in it. I don't want a reboot. I don't want, because of the poor yeah. box office, I want... Give it another chance. And actually maybe promote it and advertise it and do your job. Give it a budget, dude. You know? I mean, it had a... I mean, $40 million. But how much of that in 2012 was wasted on CGI? Uh, I mean, I think they spent it well. For the well. slow-mo scenes. I think they spent they it well. They did spend it well, but think about yeah. if they used... I mean, just if they tried, you know, if they did the, the sets, same scenes. Just the sets yeah. and shooting on... They did a lot of on-location shoots and, like, they used pre-existing things mixed with CGI to give it the effect of the mega cities. I think they did it amazingly. They did. Uh, but what I'm saying is for tw- if they did yeah. it in 2022, mm-hmm. like $30 million will get you way fucking further. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the next one, unfortunately, would have to be half the budget that this one was, which is, I mean, if you do it the same style, and but change it obviously. Don't just do, give me the raid two redemption. You know I want. We do we do this every fucking episode. But who would you pick to direct a dread re, a, a dread sequel? Do you want Alex, Alex Garland? Garland? Uh, let him actually direct it now. Um, you know who I say every episode, and I'm saying it for this because it would be sick, <laughs> dude. You know who it is. Who Nick? Nicholas Winding <laughs> Refn, dude. Imagine that. I hate that. I that would be sick, that. No, dude. I hate that. Oh, it would be so good. I hate that. You hate him, though. I don't hate him. Actually, if... I just watched something the other day that I didn't realize was him, and I, I like it. Uh... Oh, fuck, what was it? Pusher? No, you know that's him. No. <laughs> uh, I'll look it up later, and I'll talk about it. Um, no, I just don't like that. It turns in... I can see that being the, the third. Like, if you're giving the Carl Urban Dread a trilogy, I can see Ruffin doing a third. And, like, yeah. really just, like, this t- bleak... Brutality, Yeah, dude. like, the end. I that can see that. Sex, I can see dude. that. I like Alex Garland doing it, but I'm going to be the broken record then and not say that and say uh, Caleb Zagar. Zeger. No. S. Craig Zoller? S. God damn, I do that every day. Caleb Zagar was a guy I worked with at the fucking exchange. <laughs> C-Dub. Shout out C-Dub. I think this is the second time I've done that with this director. How is really... if, it make, if it makes you feel any better, uh, when we were talking about, um, uh, what was that movie we just watched? Uh, Pelham? Uh-huh. You didn't fuck it up once. Right? <laughs> yeah. S. Craig Zoller. Yeah, S. Craig Zoller. Um, but as I say that now, I don't actually like that. I don't that. think he could do something this, like, big, otherworldly even. Like, his shit is all kind of grounded in reality. Uh, but mean, that's what makes it good. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Bone Tomahawk is not reality. And even, I mean, it's Asylum cool Blackout or whatever. We got to do that one soon. Assault on Block. No, his first movie uh, is called Asylum Blackout or something. Oh, it is three friend, two or three friends are chefs in a uh, a prison, mental uh, like a I'm fucking a sold. prison mental institution, like a an Arkham type thing, and uh, the power goes out and all the inmates like escape. Is it a fucking horror movie? Yeah, it's an IFC After Dark. Uh, 
I didn't know that was a thing, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After Dark? No, no. I know that. Oh, yeah. That's how Yeah, fucking... it's like pre-A24. Like, they yeah. were the the predecessor. Like, the, yeah, dude. The they did the A24. human centipede, dude. Did they? After yes. Dark? I, I believe. I know it was IFC. Oh, then, yeah. Probably was After Dark. Uh, only the first human centipede, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one uh, touched human honestly, centipede. We should do that movie next. Human no. centipede? No. Asylum Dark Out. Oh. Asylum Blackout. That's oh, another no, one of my movies that's in fucking Korea. Oh, God. Vince, <laughs> my fucking movie's back. Tell Manny to mail him. Um, <laughs> they gotta go through customs, dude. <laughs> Tell him to get a fucking signed copy of Ganjium Haunted Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a huge movie there. I mean, yeah. We talked about it. I mean, we have to because we have over 100 listens to that and they're no. com- coming from somewhere. We talked about on the episode that it's the highest grossing horror movie of all time in Korea. Oh, that's, yeah, we did. We did. And that's high praise, man. I mean. Yeah, because Korea has some dank-ass shit. They do. I also, like, dude. Uh, what's the one I'm You gotta say, see. Uh, the Devil. Uh, I Saw the Devil. I Saw the Devil. It's an amazing movie. You gotta see The Wailing, dude. Really? It's so fucking good, dude. The one with the cover of the... Yes, with the house. Yeah. I'm telling you, Nick. Really? It's almost, it'll remind you of memories of a murder. Yeah. It'll remind you of that, but also, like, you don't really know what's happening, and there's a lot of supernatural shit going on. Like a virus, like, zombie type thing, but also, like, ghosts. I don't, I I think it's on Prime. Yeah. Dude, The Wailing is really fucking good. All right, well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Dread. Uh, (laughs) I did it random director like that would never happen but i could actually see it being and i don't even want to say it i'm not gonna say it why you don't want to speak it into existence i don't want to <sighs> tell I'm me not, nope I'm not no t- come on dude nope. you can't nope. tease us like that yep i can i can <sighs> you honey pot and bitch dude. i know i know you're never gonna know <sighs> is it someone you say a lot if i guess will no. you tell me no i don't say him that much for things I... if i guess will you tell me I take it back because I don't think he could... He could do a lot of the action. I don't think he could do the dialogue to the way I like it. Um, I, I th- Alex Garland really did nail this. Yeah. Like, Who were you going to say, James say Wan? Quentin Tarantino. Oh, oh like, yeah. I could see parts of it being good, but there's something in Dread that I want to bring up uh, here in a minute that I don't think he would handle well. I don't think and Quentin honestly, Tarantino... I don't think he would handle it well. I don't think Quentin Tarantino could do... Could ever do something that someone else wrote. I mean, he well, has. What movies has he directed that he didn't write? True Jackie Romance? Jackie Brown. Oh, that's right. He, that's he right. wrote True Romance but didn't direct it. That's right. But Jackie that doesn't... Brown I mean, that's a... Leonard. That's a, like, legacy writer, though. Yeah, fair. That's different. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, if... I, I can't see him directing a movie that Alex Garland writes. I don't think he would. He would have to write and direct it. Yeah. I don't think Alex Garland's giving out scripts anymore either. I, yeah. I think no, he's, there's he's no at way. a point where he's... There's no he way. After Ex Machina, he, yeah. sh- there's, he shouldn't be doing that. So, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't do uh, or wasn't approached for Love, Death, and Robots at Was all. he not? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could. Did he do, could uh, be involved in it, and I just don't know. Black Books? Black Books, uh... 
Black Box. What's the fucking shit? Bird Box? Black Sheep. Black, uh... Are you talking about the horror show? Mirror Mask. Black Mirror? Black Mirror. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> no, Love, Death, and Robots is like the people that did heavy metal. Like, Dude, David Fincher directs multiple things on that. On yeah. the new season. Yeah, I like David Fincher. Dude, I love David Fincher. I think he's like a modern fucking... He's one of my favorite examples of studios fucking with a movie and ruining the end product what terribly. movie alien 3 oh yeah 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 alien 3 yep I've, i heard that yeah fucking amazing movie like if you can look past all the bullshit in alien 3 it's it had the potential to be one of the strongest ones i never saw it oh it's i mean it's not good what you get but if you can really you it's so obvious when you watch it you can see what was added by the different directors and like poor editing mistakes horrible like, cgi like Anything CGI is the studio and the second director, and it's just you get you can see the like when you look at a house when it's just a shithole, but you know it's got bones. Yeah, you know the type of thing. Like yeah, I see the Honestly, bones of that movie. The first Purge movie to me is that not not the movie, the first Purge, but the one with Ethan Hawke. That's the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's also oh, a movie yeah, called the, the first, first Purge. Purge. Yep, yep, yep. And then wasn't the one called the Last Purge? And then the f- the the forever purge the forever is the new purge. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sidetrack there a little bit. Sorry. Yeah, just a bit. But dude, <laughs> here's the thing: this movie is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I I I think I'm in agreement with you that there's no way whatever his name is directed this. No. Like Pete Travis. No, especially after watching. Ex Machina and how the CGI was used. Like, there's no shot that Alex Garland did not have a hand in those slow mo scenes. I agree. I should have looked up uh, who did all that, the studio and stuff, but it's done really well. Do you know what the sound effect is when they use the slow mo? No. It's a Justin Bieber song slowed down to 1 800th of its normal. Oh rate. my. Did you get what song? No. Oh. I didn't care to look that up. They all sound the same to me. Uh, uh, dude, Justin Bieber has grown a lot as an artist. Has he? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I don't know one Justin Bieber song. Yeah, you do. Nope. You would if you heard it. You'd be like, Maybe. oh, I've heard this idiotic song. That's Justin Bieber. Maybe. That's exactly but what I've, would happen. I don't listen to, like, normal radio. Like, you would hear it, like, in a store. Hmm. Okay. It's hard to remember what that's Is like. it too late to say sorry? Nope. Oh, you, dude, you would know. If you heard it, I swear to God, you'd be like, I feel like I've heard this. I don't know. Who knows? Don't know it. Uh, You're lucky, dude. You're lucky. I wish I could unhear that shit. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Um, I don't have any other trivia for this movie. Um. We didn't really talk about what it's about. I mean, it's yeah, basically we the did plot it. of of the Raid Redemption. Is uh, <laughs> it's also Judge Dredd. You you probably saw the night. Everybody saw the nineteen ninety five Sylvester Stallone one, I except didn't. for you. Uh, it's it's Carl Urban and his uh, the rookie uh, judge with him. Olivia Anderson. Thrilby? Anderson Anderson is yeah. her character name. Uh, they're going in to investigate these three corpses. 
and at the peach tree megas block yes and then they and in this world you need to mention like in the judge dread world created by ad 2000 comics uh the united states is a, a wasteland everything outside of the mega city is cursed land it's radioactive it's just you, Do, humans don't live there i think there's so you think it's and, like the super mario brothers movie I mean, I, I don't see the correlation there, except for that they're the two best comic book nerf video <laughs> games. The two best uh, post-apocalyptic movies? No. Uh, that's not true post-apocalyptic movie. Cause it's Super Mario a, Brothers? Yeah, because it's Yeah, a, it is. Oh, no, it's not, an alternate dimension. Yeah, not in the prime universe. So dude, it, it that started takes over. the multiverse, dude. <laughs> uh, no. Um, Sorry, I'm sidetracking you hard, dude. So hard. Uh, but then the mega city uh, is boss from Boston to DC is the city, and inside the city are mega blocks, which it's are just like massive, like two hundred story, two hundred story, like basically apartment complexes, but 20, also twenty thousand people living in them. No, uh, that they said seventy in Peachtree. Oh wow, yeah. I mean, they're 70, just seventy thousand people, and they're all over. You know, it's just it's a cool, and the it, way they show it, it's oh, so beautiful. Dude, those city shot, I mean, the city shot at the end when it pans back at, from Peachtree, and you see like. The, like, 25 other ones yeah. in the distance. Where it's like, this is just one. This shit's happening in all, Constantly. all of these. Every single one of these. And there's a great, like, statistics Carl Urban throws out about... There are 8 million blah, 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 blah. Like... Calls of crime committed a day. We have the personnel to answer 6% of those. We are the law. That's not what he says. <laughs> no, he says, um, I am the law. I am the law. <laughs> um... He, that's not law. what he sounds like at all either. No, he's he does a great voice. I, you can't like I can't do that impression. It's no. just a cool guy. It's impression. just Carl Urban doing an American accent in a scowl, and it's great. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, so basically, have we said how talented he is? I think we're. I think we're like about like one second away from legitimately filleting him. Do you know what the first thing I saw him in was? What? It was a two way tie. Xena, Warrior Princess, and Hercules, the adventure. Kevin Sorbo? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Lucy Lawless. Uh, he crossovered in both of those. He was in more episodes of Xena. In Dude, Xena, I remember that happening. Caesar, uh, Cupid, and Julius Caesar. And then in Hercules, he played Caesar and Cupid. Dude, do you want to hear something weird? My mom did not allow me to watch Xena, Warrior Princess. Why? It's like, the, look at her. The lesbian uh, undertones? No, just she was dressed too provocatively, I guess. I, mean, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I mean, I totally understand it because, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That chakram. Who do you think's hotter, her or Elvira? Then Elvira, now Lucy Lawless. Well, yeah. Like, even. Lucy Lawless. I don't know, dude. Elvira's looking pretty good. Lucy Lawless now and Elvira then. Lucy Lawless now. Do you know what's a bummer, dude, that I found out? Thought about that way too hard. (laughs) Elvira, the... Mistress of the Night? Yeah, it's a chest plate. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer, dude. I'm glad it is. Why? Because that could not be comfortable. And I would hope she didn't modify to that just for that role as... But, like, Dolly Parton's able to live her life. But she didn't... (laughs) make those like those what do you mean they're not dolly parton's not natural no no dude i don't know i bet they are 
I'm pretty sure they're not. I'm pretty sure they are. I'm like 100% sure they're not, dude. Are you going to really Google, does Dolly Parton have I'm big gonna, naturals? That's what I'm going <laughs> to Google right now. Is... You won't look up the director for the movie, but you're like, Dolly Parton's tits, real or not? <laughs> does Dolly Parton have implants? Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure she does. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> She played one million for her breasts. Oh my! Well, I don't know if that was per breast or a package deal. I don't know, dude. But Dolly Parton is a fucking Dolly. You know, I bet you anything. If and this might be kind of a hot take, but if we told people, "Hey, we're gonna take down these Confederate fucking statues, but we're gonna put up statues of like country music heroes." No one would say shit, dude. I mean, like only because some of those country singers are worse than the fucking flag. But that's why we put up the good ones like Dolly. <laughs> Looking dude. at you, fucking uh... <laughs> David Allen Coe. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Charlie Pride. Oh or... my god, one dude, of them was bad. I was in. Uh, well, I think both. David Allen Coe definitely was that. Oh, one hundred percent, David Allen uh, Coe. We were in when we were in Scotland for our honeymoon. We were driving around the, whatever that highway was, like the M9 or something like that. And uh, the radio stations just started playing random American country and bluegrass. like, <laughs> And it was a David Allen Coe song. Not one that ever gets played in the United oh, States. It was like Maybe a racist one? Maybe in deep Alabama. Like, hard right. end. Yeah, yeah. In the refrain. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, not yeah. Not a good song. He, has, he had a whole album of mm-hmm. racist songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there yeah. was... Yeah. Fuck, yeah. man. Fuck yeah. David Allen Coe. Um, he did have a couple good ones, though. I mean, yeah, before... You never even that, called me by my name. I know. I know. God. I know. I hate but... when shit people make cool songs. Yeah. Anyway, uh, fucking Dread, dude. <laughs> uh, did you have some favorite lines? Oh, man. I mean, I love the one-liners. I love all of them. I can't remember any the of them, honestly. One-liners are some of my favorite. Uh, I love when the medic is telling him about Mama. Uh, <laughs> block legend. She feminized her pimp with her teeth. Which <laughs> yeah. means he cut... She Bit his dick off. Dick and beans. Um, um, yeah, she bit off the pork and beans, dude. <laughs> I told you that he's thinking of your gun. That's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Oh, Carl Urban's the shot, the delivery of Carl Urban. It's fucking great. I love the the bit of the loiterer in the uh, oh yeah in the doorway. Oh, dude, but he gets crushed in half. He warned him. I mean, that is true. He warned him. Instant warned fucking you. karma. You're off to the ice. Okay. <laughs> What's his sign say? Uh, will will debase, my, debase you... myself for credits? Yes, will debase <laughs> myself for credits. I only remember debase. Um, my favorite part. Well, I loved when my favorite part of the movie, honestly, is when Anderson escapes. Oh, that is badass. That is fucking awesome. Like, dude, that is so fucking sick. I wish dude. when she takes the two guys from behind, you know, and gets the the, the diehard machine guns. Oh yeah. Gun, I wish she would have done like a Sonya and like 
like yeah, a Bob. grapple with like flipped up under her hands and like used her legs to take the guy's neck and like take him down that way. Like, dude, it's funny you said Sonya Blade because like this chick should have played Sonya Blade. Oh, she's not tall enough. She's Who not cares? Good. I do. There are certain things you need to stay true to. That's true, I suppose. And height is one of them, unless it's ironic. Like in my Princess Bride. She could have done it, though, for sure. She could have. Um, I don't know. Uh, I thought your favorite would be uh, when Dredd is fighting the other uh, judge. And that is pretty he cool. He runs out of ammo, so he breaks his neck, basically, and then throat chops him, and then drops him and says, choke on that. No, he yells, and then he grabs like a pipe and hits him in the throat with it. No. The pipe, he hits him in the back, drops the pipe, and then uses a fucking karate chop onto his throat. That's his fucking hand, yeah. man. And it God. caves in. Yeah, that's choke bad. on that. Um, uh, <laughs> no, the part, well, when she escapes and the dude's hand gets blown off. Oh, it's great. And then she runs out and she points that gun underneath that guy's head and just confettis his fucking head, dude. Mm-hmm. Like oh, Five my. shots <laughs> on auto. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and, like, dude, just, like, this dude's head is confetti. <laughs> and, like, this is one of those movies where, like, dude, you see brain. Like, oh, yeah. you, it is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have any issue with that, uh, gore. This is not the movie for you. Probably not. Uh, but I don't think anybody is going into dread faint of heart. Yeah. Unless you're like, like one of the three people I've read negative reviews on of this movie where they were dude, like, Dude, it was a little violent. Yeah. Grow it's a pair such of pussy. A, a gray movie. That was a review I read. A gray movie. A gray yeah, it's in a fucking movie. shitty ass <laughs> slum, dude. The whole movie takes place in a slum. Of course it is. And it's not supposed to be happy. No. Um, there's a lot of, we mentioned it, a lot of re- similarities between this and the Raid Redemption. Yeah. They had to have been being filmed at almost the same exact time. Yeah, because uh, didn't the Raid Redemption come out around the same <clears throat> time as this? Same year. Yeah. Um, I think um, it might have been released in Korea. <coughs> so, the reason they're... Excuse me, I'm sorry. The reason they're similar is because what happens in Dread is uh, they go to take a guy out who they think murdered somebody, and then the building locks down, and they're basically trying to survive because they figure out... Uh, they won't let them take a, a somebody that can testify out. A, about the gang, and then... Yeah. Throughout the movie, you find out it's because the leader of the gang who's at the very top of the um, block or whatever is uh, creating this new drug that is being passed throughout the entire, like, fucking city. Yeah. Slow-mo. Which the slow-mo scenes are fucking awesome, dude. They're a lot of fun. That one where they break into the fucking apartment. Yeah. Oh my! The breaching that's, scene. That's actually my best, my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, that's my favorite part. I kind of I forgot about. You hate it? No, I had it marked as your favorite. Yeah, that is that. I forgot about that. But her escaping and that. Yeah. Like, dude, there's so many sick parts of this movie, though. When Dread throws the right hand dude over the edge out of the minigun fire oh, and like dude. you don't see him really that well you just see the body go over and then you see a shadow walking through the smoke and her face like it's a great shot bro the shot of uh him throwing mama out the window is that's sick very awesome you've been judged <sighs> that's also one of my favorite one-liners uh, is when he's like citizen mama 
you are sentenced to blah, blah, blah. And then he fucking throws her out the window. How far do you think the range is on that thing? <laughs> I think about 600 yards of concrete. Let's find out. <laughs> Thought so. Yeah. <laughs> he has great one-liners in this movie. When he gets shot with the armor-piercing round, right, the bullet yeah. goes through the wall, through his back, and out his chest. Yeah. Then there's a little montage of him fixing the wound, the exit wound, in his chest. Never touches the one in the back, the entrance wound. <laughs> they never touch it. <laughs> I just think it's funny. And I love that when he's he's fixing his wound on the field dressing on his chest, and the mask is, the helmet is still on. Like, and yeah. It, it does the shot of, like, you're not seeing the actual work being done. You're, it's just his face and the grimace and the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking Clint Eastwood lip. You, uh, you can tell how disgusted he is by her not wearing a helmet. I know. The first instant he sees her. Where's your helmet? You forgot your helmet, rookie. Well, it was before they, the breaching seat. He's like, I was wondering. Oh, no, he says, is this your first uh, live battle? And she says, yes. He's like, I thought so. I was wondering when you'd notice that you forgot your helmet. Yeah, and then she's like, no, it interferes with my powers. With he goes, muted so powers. a bullet. <laughs> I think a bullet will, too. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> and I, we, did, we were saying his accent, it really is Clint Eastwood. Like, he's doing Dirty Harry, which yeah. is awesome and true to the source material, because that's kind of what Judge Dredd is. Yeah, like, for sure. Very loosely based. Not loosely, I mean... Judge Dredd lives in an apartment named after Clint Eastwood's character in, I he think, He is Rawhide. Dirty Harry in the future, yeah. basically. Um, um, so that kind of brings me to, well, did you have anything else? Um, I love the hot shot line in the beginning. I, I, th- oh, I like yeah. to think that's a little ode to uh, speed. Uh, the level one food court will open up in 30 minutes and then a Zamboni drives over the blood from a dead Dude, body. Dude, that is funny. And then the fucking, fucking meat great. wagon comes out. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Yeah, we're going to need a meat wagon. Um, I said that. Uh, stay till the end credit scene? No. I know you did it. Oh! Right when them credits popped up. Take a I... guess what it is? It's Stallone doing something, huh? No, I wish it was Stallone. Do you remember at the but end I of love this one. Evil Dead? Groovy, yeah, it's groovy. Bruce Campbell. Give me some, yeah. No, he just goes. He just turns and looks well, at the camera. Well, there's two. Goes, there's a. Mid- oh yeah, he goes. Give me some sugar. Give me some sugar. Yeah. The one I saw, he goes groovy. The very end one is groovy, yeah. or vice versa. I don't know. Uh, it's Carl Urban sitting in Mama's bathtub with the helmet on. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It's not real. I just made it up. You're an id, dude. You're an id, dude. Would that not have been amazing, though? <laughs> Helmet on, Carl Urban, bathtub. <laughs> I think it would have been awesome. Uh, and then right, written on the wall, I am the law in soap. <laughs> In fog on the mirror. Oh, my. <laughs> As he shuts it. And then takes off his helmet. That's the scene right there, bro. Uh, the uh, There is one thing I will mention. In the scene when uh, Judge Dredd is being introduced to the rookie, um, well, not technically introduced, she's behind the interrogation window, you know, can't see who's in the room. And uh, the captain or chief, whatever, says, can you tell me about the person I'm in here with? 
and she starts talking about him and he says, I feel control, I feel power, uh, respect and whatever. And then she says, and there's something behind the control. There's something, and she's about to say like, like in the face she's making, she's gonna say something. And then the chief says, that's enough rookie. And like cuts her off. What do you think that, do you have an opinion of what that is referencing? Probably the corruption. Hmm. But it's dread. He doesn't have corruption. Oh. Oh yeah, she does say that about dread. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, it's probably something to do with his backstory. Yeah. That Alex I'm sure Alex Garland had written out, but they just didn't do for the movie. I've always seen it as and it could just, I mean, two things. I mean, it could be anything, but something how would you feel in if they the did background it? of the dread like with the last movie how dread was a uh, stem cell baby essentially like everything that was good from all the great justices i think that's like i think that is the main plot point in dread okay and judge dread this is dread that's judge dread um so it could have been something like that or i'm I had, like i said i'm not completely fluent in the dread comics but there could be some interesting thing about that like he's a clone or something yeah but I remember when this movie came out, and the years right before that, there was a big thing that they, in canon of the Dread comics, that Judge Dread was gay. So I always took it that that was what that was. Oh, interesting. But I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it could be. I think it'd be fun. How would you feel if they made a prequel based off of that one scene? (sighs) How how would you feel if that was the the? I think a prequel would be too big. I think it'd be the same thing why they didn't do any of those other ones, and why they made a Training Day, essentially, Dread movie. It was like Training Day mixed with the raid. Yeah. Because that's so, I mean... That's, if, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And that works so well for that. I like that that idea, you know, making things so small. Like, you can make things big, but, you know, everything big you make isn't going to be Fifth Element, you know? Yeah. And even, you know, that, like... I don't know. It has its ridiculousness. You it know? does. It does. And, and like, a movie like Dread is already inherently kind of ridiculous. So making it on a smaller scale, showing yeah. it that way, to me, was genius. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see Wasteland Dread, where, for some reason or another, Dread is kicked out into the cursed earth. and I'm pretty sure that's a comic fucking oh, it, art. It definitely is. I haven't read it, but I know it has to be i feel like i've seen a dread like walking in the desert or something i mean it's in the it's in the uh stallone one for a brief moment oh but that's what i mean like that one tried to do everything a little bit of everything yeah from, it's too much from 30 years of kind of like the super mario brothers movie <laughs> except based on no canon whatsoever yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> but yeah i would love to see i think that's what i would like the sequel to be because you can do that small still you don't have to do as much CGI with the mega cities. Like I'm, that's yeah. Gotta be well, you money. could also make the corruption make more sense, because, I mean, he could be kicked out into the wasteland because of yeah, the corruption. Yeah, corruption. Because, but that, that's a big. That's a the plot of the movie. The corruption sends him in the wasteland, but then we don't see that corruption the rest of the movie. Exactly. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's just yeah. a device. Mm-hmm. But in a, at the same time, what I'm saying is, if that was the device to kick him to the wasteland. Mm. It would make this movie make more sense. Like it would make 
fix the issues that I have with this movie. What are your issues with this movie? The one and only issue I have with this movie is I don't like that fucking side story of the corrupt cops, the corrupt judges. I think it's kind of fucking like why? Like you don't need that and it doesn't really pan out to anything. Name a time in history where the bad guys did not have good guys on their payroll. No, I'm not saying it's unbelievable. I'm just saying like also the movie wants you to think that like this shit happens every day yeah. and all that, but like Dread is talking the whole like beginning and end about like how the judges are the only ones that keep the peace and shit. Yeah. But if that's not the case, then like what's going on? I mean, if they're just corrupt, like yeah. how are they corrupt? Man. Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. just brings up way what too do you many think questions. About real life and the police. Well, that's <laughs> Nick, Nick. What I'm saying is there aren't people like Dread in real life who are like as No, yeah. Like that's not a thing. Yeah, but Dread is. Okay, but what I'm saying is you're also in a completely make-believe world yeah. and Dread set tells you that all judges are like there to keep the peace of all the city. Yeah, he cuz he can't in his mind he can't fathom <laughs> corruption. Like it never enters his mind. But what I'm saying is it makes the movie weaker. It makes Having you question it. Judge Dredd as a narrator to have the corruption in the movie, in my opinion. I don't think that's true. But, but that's fair. what I'm saying is yeah. if in the sequel they use that as the plot point and then show you, the viewer, uh -huh. like, oh, Dredd has a fucking romantic view of the judges yeah. as a fucking, like, force or whatever. Yeah. Like, that makes more sense. That makes this movie make sense to Well, me. I think that's also backstory of Dread. Like, if the, any of the backstory from the other movie is true, then he is, like, a like a pure gene, like, a, or yeah. a, a test tube baby created from all the greatest attributes of all the great judges. Like, so the concept of him not recognizing that there could be uh, a dishonest judge, like, that's, that's that character. That's who, yeah. that, because that's how he was made. He was made that way. It's just um, hard, I guess, for me because it's like I've only seen this movie. And yeah. the other thing, too, is the only other judges that you – you only see them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Until the very – until the corrupt ones come in. Uh -huh. And then the only other ones you see are corrupt. Uh -huh. So it, like, calls into question, like, his fucking, like, who's he reporting to? Like, are they corrupt? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean – I mean, but who knows? Yeah. And it like, that's why I don't like that I angle. Too much. No, I, I thought that when I watched the movie for sure. Like, that's why that that's why I said it for me, this movie goes from a 10 to a nine. Hmm. Because the thing is, like, you could take out that corrupt cop thing and just make it more fucking henchmen. Yeah. But then how's he get more ammo? He could they could fucking. He could take one of their guns. Like, he could... He, it, think about how much more badass it would have been if he killed them all, the rest of them, with his bare hands. <laughs> or, or used a different weapon. But what I'm nope. saying is... Can't use it. It's got to use the law. What's it called? The, uh, the lawmaker or something? Or the law sentence? I don't know. The gun's called something. I can't remember it. I don't know. The gavel? The peacemaker, maybe. <laughs> It's the gavel, dude. Yeah. 
But I mean, in a sense, like that's there's something about it to him. Like that that idea never even crosses his mind. You know, like to pick up another weapon. And yeah. it's because that's that's his that's the character. That's but also his. the rookie did. I mean she had to. Hers exploded. Yeah, that's true. Uh yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't mind that at all. I actually I love that they come. I mean, because it gives us the bit of them like open the door. See, you just open the door. You are relieved. Like I like all that. I like them telling you, like, Dread is somebody. Like yeah. this is someone you don't fuck with. And that's the first time we hear that Dredd is actually a badass. Like, that to me shows that Dredd is not just, like, another judge. He's even known amongst judges. In a, in a you know, insanely populated world, I would think it's 800 million. From Boston to D.C., there's 800 million people yeah. living. Like, and these guys know him. And they're from District 3, and he's in District 13, which is the worst district in the area. Like, yeah, he's a known, he's known man. Yeah, named man. Yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. And I just like it. I love the, without that, you don't get the throat chop. You don't get the badass repertoire between them and the showdown. You don't get her, like the the cocky, bad judge saying, and Lena's head is like, what, you'll just go along? She's like, yeah, I got her cold. If she sees me first, she hesitates. If I see her first, I kill her. And then she... The rookie sees her first, doesn't hesitate, reads her mind, and kills her. Like, and it's just, like, so quick. It's just a great scene. Yeah. I, I like it. It shows... No, uh, I, I mean, yeah. I totally understand. I just, like, to me, it was, like, man, like, not knowing any backstory of Dread. Like, say this is, like, That's the on only you. thing I you know. told you to fucking watch the other Dread. Hey, listen, I'm just saying for a casual viewer... There's also, no such thing as a casual viewer for a Judge Dredd movie. Yes, there You're is, You're going to become dude. obsessed. You'll go back. I mean, you'll you watch should be the after original. you watch this movie. You'll realize the original's not good, but it had Rob Schneider in it and Sylvester Stallone. So you're like, all right, I'll give it a pass. And Max Van Sindow? Like, come on. Max Van, yeah. That that movie. And then uh, who's the fucking bad guy? Uh, fuck. It's not Richard Grieco. It's like Richard Grieco's uncle. Uh, fuck it. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's I don't know I, I I don't fault this movie for that. Um, it just for me yeah. it, not knowing anything it opened up so many questions that like weren't even addressed and I was like why even have that? Mm-hmm. But that that all that being said, dude, it's like such a minor point in the movie. Like that's the other reason is like it's not even in the movie for that long. It's like maybe ten minutes of the movie. Mm. That's why I was like, "Why the fuck?" Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I and, mean, and but you wouldn't get the great mom all line. Like, what do we do now? We do what everyone does. We call the police. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not gonna hate on it. That I I, I do like it. That literally like though is my only issue with this movie. Yeah. That's why for me, like I said, yeah, nine out of ten. You're wrong, but... Uh, That's my opinion, man. Your opinion's wrong. Uh, hey, you know, <laughs> whatever. 9 out of 10, 100% recommend. Yeah. 1 million percent recommend, unless you're fucking squeamish. But... Uh, yeah. I feel like if you're squeamish, you don't really listen to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, come on. We uh, already did Mortal Kombat, which is like... <laughs> I don't know. I this don't think is it worse. is. Do you, I, I think this, this is... This is worse. Yeah. Because Mortal Kombat, it's still it's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, at the end of the day. it's still ridiculous looking. And this looks so much better. Like it, it looks real. A lot of the gunshots are pretty fucking brutal. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, all the gunshots are. Gone. I mean, even the dudes that fell off the fucking like top floor. Yeah. And their brains are all splattered Ooh. below. It's fucking gross. And skinned. And then yeah, and showing the skinning how they kept going back. Uh, uh, it was great, bro. It was awesome. There's yeah. definitely a Cannibal Corpse video that uh, shows that too. That's pretty cool. I will. I mean, I almost give this a ten. I mean, I, it's hard for me not to give it a 10, but I can't give it a 10. I just can't. See, I'm going to say 9.5. That's what I thought. And so I tried to think about the whole movie. And I was like, yeah. if there was anything I could change, what would it be? And it was the corrupt cop thing for me. Yeah. I'd say 9.5. I mean, that's fair, dude. That's fair. Yeah. But why wouldn't you give it a 10 if it's the best? Comic book adaptation. Because um, I haven't got a sequel yet. I mean, yeah. To leave me hanging? Like, Dude, that if, good? if there was a good sequel, this would be a 10 for me probably as well. Yeah. If Man, there was a sequel that was... you don't have the was... corrupt cops, you don't have the awesome medic assassination. <sighs> yeah, I know, but... Great. Uh... <sighs> oh, when he just is like... Are you gonna testify to that? Yeah. Boom. And they're tell the the judges are saying the story they're gonna you know pedal, and the medic hears it and is like that's not how it went down. I've been here since the beginning. It's fucking great. Uh, sorry, I keep I'm hung up on that now. I mean, uh, I know it's, it's it's a hot take, man. Yeah, yeah. But I'm offended. Uh, hey, you know, I don't no. know. I'm gonna say nine point five. I didn't know corrupt judges was a thing that could happen. <laughs> no, like legitimately. Why, Why not? Because I thought that the only two you see are not corrupt. And he's sitting there telling you the whole movie that, like, the judges are the only thing that keeps the peace in the city. What do you think cops in real life sound like? This is not real life, dude. This is a movie. This is a movie based on a comic book. Is there a fucking (laughs) Batman in real life, dude? Is there a fucking Superman Uh, in real life? This is in the year 3000, dude. What are you talking about? So you think in the year 3000 that people are no longer evil? I don't know. That humans no longer have... How should I know? Oh, my God. You don't know how realistic... I am going to just... You don't know how realistic this movie's going to be. You don't know how realistic the world's supposed to be when you're going into it. You're taking everything from the fucking... You can't just, like, assume shit about a world you don't know. So you're going to assume so you just assume that everybody is Judge Dredd in this world. No, I assume all the judges are similar to Judge Dredd. The only way you know they're corrupt is when they start killing people. <laughs> That's the only time you see another judge in the movie. Oh uh, no. No. And then uh, the other thing too is why the fuck would everyone be trying to kill him? And then the first time you see Judge Dredd, the dudes look back and they're like, oh, fuck, we got a judge on our tail. Like, how would that be the thought if most of them are corrupt? Like, the movie's setting you up to have this idea that the judges are not corrupt. I don't think it's setting you up that at all. All it's That's setting how up I is felt. that Judge Dredd is a fucking badass. That see, he's I, the best at his job. He might not be corrupt, but, but he's got questionable morals if he can just dispatch killing and that's what i think like you're either a judge dread a, a fucking zealot for the law because he is he's a zealot for the law to the letter of the law he's a zealot or you're trigger happy wanting to kill people that's what i see from the opening scene of the movie 
it just I using my assessment. Just you know, like you don't just watch a movie. I'm trying to think of a really good analogy, like a, a comparison for this. Like I, I can't think of one. It's like I watched The Northman, and I think every, because my main character is a prince, I think everybody is a prince that I see or something like that. Or like no, the it, first. It's uh, more like it's more like. Everybody from Tantooine, Tantooine is a, a Jedi. If you're because using the two no, people I if met you're from using are Jedi's. If you're using the Northman as an example, it was a bad one. If you're, I'll use that to explain my point. What I'm saying is this movie is more like in the Northman when you are following Skarsgård the whole movie, and then and he's trying to avenge his mom and fucking save his mom, and then you find out. She didn't ever want to be fucking saved in the beginning, and she hates him because he's a, a fucking product of rape. And, like, everything is completely different after that. That's how it is finding out that there's corrupt cops in dread. And so you hated that twist in The Northman? No, but I'm saying in dread, I didn't hate it. I'm just saying I don't think I would have done it. Uh, I would have made the corrupt cop thing be a whole different movie. Hmm. Like, it didn't need to be in this movie. Unless it was okay. setting up a sequel. Okay. Which never came. Okay. That's my point. Okay. I mean, I know you don't agree with it, but no. can you see it now? No. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. The only thing I guess I could tell you is that I am the law, dude. No, I am the law. <laughs> Court stenographer Will cited as so. Uh, well, next week we will be doing 2005, I believe. I could be wrong. House of Wax. You're picking House of Wax? Yes. All right. Uh... Or, man. No, fuck that. Scratch that from the record, stenographer. Please scratch that from the record. Noted. I am picking Piranha 3D from 2010. Believe directed by Alexandre Aja. Really? Yes. Piranha 3D. That's what I want to see. What Going back it? to remakes. Horror movie remakes. Right. Our second right. listen, second highest listened to episode right. is Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> I think it's... Honestly, I think it's because we're yet we yell at each other throughout I mean, that whole episode. Yeah, but we've yelled at each other for like the last six episodes, I feel like. I know. And no we've one's been listening. getting heated. Listen, dude. It's you know what I think it is. It's because we don't watch the movie together anymore. So I come in. <laughs> I come in with my own ideas, and you're like, "No, that's, that's not right. That's wrong. You're idiotic. Why would you Fuck think you. that? I still give this movie a Did nine out of ten, and you're movie? like, I still give it a nine out of ten, and you're like, you fucking hate this whole fucking movie. And I'm like, listen, bro. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week. Piranha 3D. Piranha 3D. 2010. 2010. Not watching it in 3D. No. That's two 3D movies back to back. Just, oh, yeah. This, this was, was released in 3D. in 3D. Which is oh, also, yeah. we didn't say, but I think that's why the box office was hurt so bad. Yeah. The distributor refused to send out 2D copies. That, what? Yeah. That's like, idiotic. So literally, the entirety of the UK did not get 2D. That's idiotic, yeah. dude. Because I, I would actively go to see book. 2D movies I, I saw this or book. 3D movies in 2D. I saw it in 2D, enjoyed the fuck out of it. It was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch this one in 3D because I, 
you could tell what was going to be a 3D. I was dude, like, that'll be fun. Yeah. And that 3D boom was kind of lame, dude. Yeah. I mean, it it never has its merits, I guess. I, I don't know. It just is. I, I don't think I need it. I don't think you ever need it. No. Yes, it did make Avatar, like... Cool. Yeah. yeah. And, like, super immersive. But I, I think you can get a better picture quality just doing, like... 4K, the, dude. The 4K with the Omni... Maybe not the full Omni screen. The IMAX, but, like, yeah. Yeah, the the new... <clears throat> not the RPX that's here, but, like, I went to... There was one in San Francisco that's, like, HDIX, oh, yeah. and it's, like, multiple plant panels. And they're, like, and, fucking $25 for a ticket. Yeah, yeah. But dude... I, I almost went and saw Top Gun in it. Because... Oh, my. I'll tell you what, dude. I did see a movie in one of those theaters one time, and it was, it was a Metallica fucking movie. Oh, that the... Through the Never. Oh, that would have been fun. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. Because it was like you were... was not great. No, but... it wasn't. But seeing it in, the, in that theater, yeah. it felt like you were in the show. Yeah. Like, it was cool. I saw it at the RPX, which is oh, yeah. just Same. a bigger yeah. screen and better, better sound, but... Hell, yeah, dude. Yeah. Not a good movie. No. That kid is awesome, though. <laughs> that kid is awesome. Isn't he in Chronicle? Chronicle, yeah. Chronicle and, I, and, and he's in uh, my version of fucking uh, Pelham, dude. <laughs> Cast by you. No, I, I stuck You with executive John. produced. You, I stuck with John Leguizamo. No, but you cast him in my movie, and I oh, agreed yeah. with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, All right, so yeah. Piranha 3D. Getting back to remakes. Getting yeah. back to dumb. Yeah. Dumb but fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Quanzu, dudes!